Welcome to the Nature Photo Guys podcast, where we talk about nature photography from gear to our philosophies and everything in between. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back and relax. You're listening to Joe Dujardin and Chris Gibbs, the Nature Photo Guys. So the Nature Photo Guys, Chris and Joe, are at a secret undisclosed location shooting sunrise and uh, right now we're just waiting for the light to peak peak out behind that cloud cover we got a bit of snow coming in so uh, hopefully the uh, light will cooperate with us and yeah not so secret location it is vermilion lakes in banff national park okay so First thing you got to do, guys, is uh, get your camera out, put on the uh, the lens you think uh, you're going to want to use, right? Uh, I'm using an 8 to 18, so it's uh, fairly wide. And before you actually mount onto your, your tripod, um, look for the composition. So I was actually down here. I was looking first, and, you know, I don't mind this, but what I'm really looking for is um, something that's... Uh, got cleaner edges like something that I might be able to encompass the uh, encompass the entire water here like this little body of water here like that okay so I'm gonna step back some and see what I come up with here and I'm gonna just pull back just a little bit so you see something like that might be a little a little better as far as composition do you see that so yeah, now you see that nice clean edges. You have that nice body of water there. You have the reflection. Now, if you drop down just a little, we can get more, more of Rundle in there too. So then, you know, using the rule of thirds, we can do that, but there's not too much interest on the foreground. So I'd probably go maybe like this, a little bit more cloud. So I think we'll uh, try that for the uh, first composition. So what are you doing now for uh, composition there, Chris? Are you going to just copy me or? No, I'm not going to copy Joe. <laughs> no, so I was looking looking for some leading lines. Um, I found this log over here. So I was playing with it on the one side here, but we found over on this side with the leading lines of the log, you know, as a vertical, we might be able to get down here and actually see, you know, you see, you can play around with that with the leading lines of the log kind of pointing at at that yeah. rundle there, right? So you might be able to get a nice vertical in there, or let's look at the horizontal. The horizontal gets, might be able to get a bunch of the lake or the like the- uh, Yeah, and if you pull to the right just a little bit, see that nice- It kind of gets right on the, right? the line yeah. of thirds, or yeah, I'm sorry, the uh, rule of thirds, gets rundle in there, kind of gets it curving around. Cause we, you don't really want to cut it off if it's available to you, right? That's right. So it's kind of nice there. So yeah, I might, uh, might work on that. It's kind of a nice composition. The log is really pointing right at, right at the mountain, isn't it? It's right, right, at, right at Rundle. Right at rundle. So, so, oh uh, crap, I said Rundle, our secret spot. Oh, our secret location. <laughs> no one would ever know what we're looking at here. Exactly. <laughs> oh.
So if the light doesn't happen this morning, still might be a really good candidate for nice black and white image here. All right, so I'm working on the composition right now. We're, we're waiting for the light to come through still, obviously. Um, and I got my, uh, I want to get my filter set up here because I don't know exactly what ND filters I'm going to use just yet. Um, with my leaf filter system, I do have the polarizer filter attached to the front. Um, unlike Joe's, how it just nice and clips off mine, I literally have to turn off. So I leave it there. So I use it as a, you know, a one-stop ND if I tune it out. But what we're noticing here is on the polarizing side of things, um, the conversation about the fact that it's good to have a glare on the water because you get a reflection. But in this case, we're, we're actually, we don't want to use the polarizing filter and tune it out too much because if you can see here, we can see Mount Rundle still. Um, but if you tune it out, see you've got rid of the glare, you've got more glare and more reflection with the polarizing filter tuned off. As soon as I tune it back on, you can start to see, sorry, start to see what's underneath the water a little clearer, but yet the still, you still have the reflection of Mount Rundle. So it's a, you know, it's a discussion back and forth that you go, how much reflection of, of the mountains do you want? How much do you want to see through the water at this case? There's some, uh, you know, weeds and kind of stuff here, brush underneath the water. Is it pleasing to the photograph? That's ah, a determination you'd have to make as well. Um, it's personal opinion, obviously. Of course, everything is subjective, right? Everything's subjective for sure. In this yeah. case, I'd probably play with both of them and see what looks better. And uh, right now we're getting some snow coming in. We are. Uh, starting to get in, starting to come in a little bit overcast. But uh, in this case here, I doubt we'll actually be using any graduated neutral density filters. And um, looking at uh, how socked in it's becoming, hoping to get a little bit of light uh, coming through those mountains right there in the center. But uh, with the amount of cloud cover, I don't even know if we're going to need any NDs. No, exactly. And there are some light peeking through. So let's keep our fingers crossed that we see something today. At least we got this nice reflection to work with anyway. Let's hope the light comes through. So uh, what a great morning we had. Uh, we had to wait for light. We did have to wait for light. Um, yeah. It was about half hour past the uh, official sunrise. Yes. Yep. But uh, we did have some uh, some nice uh, sun, some nice uh, color in the clouds peeking over. So pretty anxious to uh, share those photos with you. A um, couple of things came up though, right? Um, well, what, what happened while we were concentrating on the one area? Yeah, it's funny. We were we were concentrating on the composition of of Vermilion, we were at Vermilion Lakes, I guess, yep. and the and Mount Rundle. We were concentrating on that, and you said, "Look up there!" Mm -hmm. And the light was just shining right on the peak of the mountain. That's and right. We we were so focused on Mount Rundle that we didn't even notice it. Well, and that's it. So you got to really pay attention to your surroundings. I, I know we've said that before mm -hmm. um that um you know you just never know like um i remember being at um moraine lake yeah. and taking photos straight on and then i turned around like did a 180 and the light was just epic behind oh, me yeah. right because everybody's so, focused that's on moraine right lake, that's right, right. so yeah. i got this wicked shot but um you wouldn't be able to recognize it for the area oh yeah but you know yeah. it's still still a beautiful image so yeah keep that in mind guys that uh you know, um, lights happening all around you. As much as you like that, the sunrise facing you, like uh, what we had, um, it came up, we got a nice starburst, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, some reflections in the water. Um, but light was happening like right across the frame, up in the, uh, well, you know, yeah, 90 degrees to, to the left. Yeah, yeah to absolutely. The left. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I mean, 
I mean, if you don't see light, don't just pick up your camera and leave either, right? Like we waited there for quite a long time for some yeah, light to come through. Yeah, right? so we were there 7.30. We're about there for an hour and a half. Yep. I mean, so what we did was we took our time looking for some foreground compositions and then we ended up coming to the um, the little, um, uh, where there's kind of like a, like a hot spring sort yeah, of thing, right? Yeah. And it never really freezes over in the winter. So um, we use that. But, you know, we wanted to get there on time, set cameras up, you know, um, make sure things were in focus and, you know, that sort of thing. And then uh, we just waited for the light to happen, right? So we had yeah. about an hour there of taking photos at uh, different intervals. Um, and um, when the light got a little brighter, yeah. uh, did you start using NDs? I did start using NDs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because um, at the beginning... NDs weren't required. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, I was playing with the polarizer a little bit. Okay. Because even though we were we were kind of head on into the sun when it appeared. That's right. Um, it was still affecting the water in 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 the foreground. Right? That's right. So, yeah. Um, I saw so that, that was kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. So we played with that. But yeah, I did use some. I tried a three stop ND, a six stop ND. Went to a ten stop ND later on, but really that's it wasn't right. required. I mean, based on the lighting. But uh, but I mean that's that's the key. I mean, I think you were using some filters as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't put a polarizer on, but okay. uh, in the beginning when things just started to light up, I was getting anywhere from a 20 to 30 second exposure anyways. Yeah. Stopped down to um, F16 uh, with uh, ISO 100. So, you know, I'm trying to take out as much light as I can, you yeah. know, coming into the sensor. So it yeah. uh, gives me a longer exposure on the shutter. And then as the light came, you know, I put in a six stop and then I eventually put in a 10 stop. But that was near the end when the sun was kind of like peaking uh, behind the mountain, right? You know, yeah, and we're starting yeah. to get that sunburst and stuff. So there's a lot of light coming in. And, yeah, I think I went to F20 as well just to get that starburst coming through too, right? That's so. right, and that's it. So uh, it's not necessarily for depth of field guys too. Um, when you're trying to get that starburst, F20, F22, um, you know, allows the aperture blades that to close fairly tight. And then uh, right where they meet is where, you know, those points of light happen and that's how you get the starburst. So um, yeah, uh, just keep that in mind if you wanted to... Um, uh, create that effect and, and it was good for a while but as the sun started coming out even more it almost was more overpowering me that's right it was yeah. almost a, a wash it was. you know so you have to get it just as it's breaking the, the sharp edge of, of a mountain or something yeah. right you know or coming through the trees it, it, it's almost like um uh, it needs something to um to peek over like you know what sure. i mean yeah, like it can't be just full and focused, full on right? root, yeah, yeah full on yeah. Uh, sun, sun right there. into the yeah to the frame so yeah and and i think that uh you know it was a little disappointing that there was a big cloud sitting over over yeah. mount rundle for all morning yeah but still we got some you know half decent shots and it, it right. never it never moved that's just right stayed there. and the wind was moving so you'll, it see, was. you'll see some of the stuff at the um 60 second exposure where the cloud just blew out like right yes. they went outward so it was yeah. really nice but we still had that that heavy cloud over Rundle, and we didn't just quite get the separation. No, no, but, not uh, today. You yeah. take what you can get, right? But there, we did get some shots. You noticed actually, and we got a couple shots of the snow kind of coming off of off of, the top, off yeah, of Rundle there. That's right. So, so we zoomed in and, and captured some, and, and and that's the thing. We were I, I was using a ten to twenty four lens. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I was quite wide because I wanted to get the the opening of the water in focus. That's right. Um, you know, on the Fuji, I was using the Fuji XT four today and XT three, which is I think a one point five crop sensor. Okay. So I mean, you look at what 15 at the widest I that's guess. right yeah um so what i was doing that um you know also focus on look when you see the mountains grab your zoom lens and zoom in because there's some nice compositions well, for that too that you it. pointed I, out i yeah. was noticing the 
the snow coming off the the top off the peak of Rendell, and yeah. so we're kind of I didn't have a second camera body with me, uh, so I was shooting with the Lumix G9 and the 8 to 18 wide angle, um, which is um, uh, a 16 to 36 because of the two times crop, but then I was throwing on my 100 to 400, yeah. and then I was just getting you know different tight crops, pinpoint kind of thing, that's on right. different things, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was a great morning. Uh, Right now we're just out today. Uh, we did the morning. Now we're gonna go do some hiking and uh, see if we can't find anything out here. You know, any compositions and that yep. sort of thing. But uh, yeah, we're just out here enjoying the day. What's going on there, Chris? Trying to figure out the GoPro batteries and uh... what happened. Well, the first one was all charged, ready to go today, and now it says 100%, or cool. now it says 3%. So I switched batteries, and let's hope that we can uh, record something today. So today we're using uh, both the uh, Hero 7 and the Hero 8. Uh, we're just going to have some fun. Going to start hiking out in the woods and uh, see what we can find. Absolutely. Here we go. Well, Chris, what do you think of the view? Not too bad? Pretty amazing view. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm really glad you brought your snowshoes. Yeah, oh. <laughs> there's so much snow up here, Joe. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, you know, we did bring it because um, once you get into the wooded areas, uh, the snow's fairly deep once you get off the, the snowpack, right? Exactly. So yeah. if we do see some tracks, some critters, something like that, we can uh, go and pursue, right? Yeah, so. for sure. It is hard to believe, though, there's not much snow out here this time of year. January 17th. Yeah. That's it, right. Yeah. That's Usually crazy. There's a lot more snow and it's a lot colder. Like, I mean, I'm not even wearing gloves. Yeah, I like, know. It's crazy. But... Ball caps on, winds down. Totally. Sun's out. It's gorgeous. What you doing, Chris? I'm just gonna take a picture of Yemnuska over there. It's one of my favorite mountains. Oh, is it? Yeah. It is, yeah. We used to go to, uh, when I was a kid, we went to uh, Camp Yemnuska. Mm-hmm. And uh, band camp and a bunch of different things. Oh, and, nice. And uh, it was always right across the highway from yeah. Yemnuska. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So you were always... a geek then growing up band camp? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one time at band camp, <laughs> oh my we God. saw Yemnuska. And where did we'll you play? There. Where did you play? I did not play Don't the flute. Don't play the flute. No, I did not play the flute. I was the percussion. I was the drummer. Okay, nice. Hey guys, uh, Chris and I want to say thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed uh, this morning's shoot and uh, this afternoon's uh, hike. 
uh, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what you think of the images, the techniques we used. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, uh, leave a comment, send us an email. Uh, we'd be uh, happy to answer them. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Nature Photo Guys podcast. If you have any questions, contact us at info at thenaturephotoguys.ca or message us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nature Photo Guys podcast. Visit YouTube and subscribe to our channel to watch all our latest videos or follow and listen to our latest podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website at thenaturephotoguys.ca. We'll catch you next time on the Nature Photo Guys podcast.